A young boy sits on the edge of his seat, high in the balcony of the old John Marshall High School Auditorium. A rock concert atmosphere electrifies the audience waiting in anticipation. Now, there's nothing remarkable about this boy. Some seats and rows away, he notices that some of his friends are also in the audience. And just as so many boys in the mid-1950s, they all have their dreams about movie and television cowboys. Most Saturday mornings, they hang out at the Grace Movie Theater on Broad Street, watching Roy Rogers and Gene Autry beat up bad guys. Every Christmas, this one special boy gets a new pair of cowboy boots. And the ones he has on today show some wear and tear since he's worn them every day since the holiday. When does the show start, he asks his father. Any minute now. Who is this guy anyway? Is he a real, for real cowboy? Before his father answers, the auditorium goes dark. Music from a live orchestra starts after a few moments. A tall man walks on stage. Now the man sure looks like a cowboy. He's wearing shiny black boots and his western-looking suit and his thin, long face is separated by a big black mustache. Hello, the man announces on stage. I'm Stuart Hamblin. The boy looks at his father. Who? Shh, just pay attention. The man goes on to explain how happy that he is to be here in Richmond to tell his story. He explains he's been in so many cowboy movies that he lost count. He told stories about Roy Rogers and Gene Autry. The man explains, The only thing about being in all those movies is they always made me the bad guy. I got killed in every movie I was ever in. (laughs) He gets a good laugh from the audience. Then the man talks about his role in King of the Cowboys. Now, with this, the boy's eyes get big at recognizing one of Roy Rogers' biggest movies ever. The boy looks up at his father. Wow, he was in that one? Stuart Hamblin then walks up to the edge of the stage. After getting killed in so many movies, I began to wonder why. Could be. Those old boys didn't want me to be a movie star after all. Well, the audience hears how he started drinking, gambling, and brawling. Maybe that's why they thought I'd made a pretty good bad guy in all those movies. But then later on, a few things helped open my eyes. The man paces back and forth, gestures up and down, talks about going to all the big, fancy Hollywood parties. I have never seen so many unhappy people acting happy in all my life. Then it became clear to me, one night I was over at John Wayne's house, I was surprised to hear so many folks complain about their circumstances and how they all, every last one of them, all of them, everyone, said something about their therapist. Hamblin stops at that, puts his hands on his hips. Therapist, his eyes raise. His smile spreads his big handlebar mustache. Therapist, you mean psychiatrist, shrinks. What in the world would these rich and famous movie stars need a shrink for anyway? I just had to get out of there, leave those folks alone, so I headed to the door. Hamblin then reported that fate stepped in as John Wayne stopped him at the door and asked why he was leaving. Well, Duke, these folks are all messed up. They don't know it's no secret what God can do. Hmm, sounds like a song, Hamblin said John Wayne told him. Sounds like a song, he says. Sure does, the old Duke came back.